This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, how's it going? How you feeling? How you doing? It's another episode of Nerdificent, and it's me, your host, Ify Wadiway, and sitting across from me, as always, is... Danny Fernandez. Mm. Yes, and today we are joined by one of our good friends... Very esteemed guest. Um, I'm always like the weird thing about you know working in this industry is you get to become friends with people who you thought were cool way before you even met them, oh, and, and then you uh, yeah, find yeah. out they're not. They're not at all. <laughs> he set that up and that you way. Find out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. find out they're losers. Yes, yes, just yes. Just like all humans. Um, yeah, that voice you hear is none other than Malcolm Barrett. How you doing? Hey. Hey, this hey. is one of the most professional podcasts mm-hmm. I've ever been on. Oh, Thank yeah. you. I've been, and I've been on a number of podcasts. I know we somehow, some way, I've been the on seven this week. Is, is, is set up and it really, I like when we have people who have been on Krillin It come on this where it's like, yeah, we have We've upgraded. St- oh yeah, we okay. got snacks, we got <laughs> catered food. I know, does anybody want some of these Parmesan crisps? Because I've been hard. No, but you were biting have, hard into it. I think oh, yeah. three fridges. I even told Malcolm, hey, if you don't find the drink that you want in this fridge, we have one upstairs that has even more drinks. Yeah. yeah. Um, Malcolm, so people would know you from literally everything. I feel like you've been on every show ever. Um, you're an actor, a writer. So you said sometimes a rapper, now a playwright. Yes. But is this your, you've done a play, is this your first play that you've written? No, this is the okay, first yeah. full length play okay, I've written. Okay. So I've written a couple short plays. Um, I had my own theater company years ago in New York. Um, and now I have a second one that I'm artistic director of, Ammo Theater. We're devoted to diversity. Um, we have you know women and people of color at the top making decisions. I think that's real diversity when you just hire a guy. It's not really like you know just like one thing. They're like, hey, yeah. like what's crazy is like all these like um, I'm going to talk about my own industry, but all these like networks they do these things where they have these like diversity initiatives and they're like we're going to get to the bottom of this and you'll be able to speak to HR and this and that and blah 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 and it's just like hey you know this is the best uh, diversity initiative hire a person of color yeah to do the job that you're hiring white people to do. 
That's yeah. that's my diversity initiative. Anyway. <laughs> Malcolm, what do you think that people, because we were talking about what people come up to you the most mm-hmm. about. Do you feel like now it's timeless or does it change? Because does it, I, I, your timeless family was like legit. Like they are so hardcore standing they, for you guys. Yeah, they are, they are, um, they're lovely and scary. Uh, <laughs> which is how all relationships should be. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's definitely, um, what's the name of the show? Timeless. Timeless is, because uh, I think, you know, I've, I'm one of those people where you probably like, you've, you know, it's weird to talk about my own career like this, but you've like seen in random places and things. And I've, I've worked pretty regularly since like, oh, three or something like that um, in the TV game. And, and so I think, and so not like I, I was telling Ify and tell both of you guys beforehand, it was like, okay, like usually I can tell my sunny in Philadelphia crowd. I can tell like better, better. There's better off. T- I mostly better off Ted, sunny in Philadelphia, the peoples um, and timeless peoples. Only black people know me from peoples. <laughs> um, sunny in Philadelphia is usually jock white dudes and, and Ify. Uh, <laughs> Look. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was I was real hyped. <laughs> no, I, was, I love I love that. That was my my episode. Um, Charlie Day, who I met because I did a show called Louis, uh, the first Louis, not the not the bad Louis. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for Yeah, mine. yeah, Louis Guzman. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's how we met. But yeah, mostly now it's now it's um, it's timeless. Yeah, timeless. And it's, and yeah. it's because. Because it's family, it's a family show. Do you know what I mean? Which I didn't really even right. realize in my head. Um, but now it'll be like whole white families being like, "Is it you, Rufus?" You know what I mean? I'm like, "Yeah, man, it is, man." <laughs> that could go really wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really awkward. Luckily, I'm bringing Rufus back. The cool Rufus. I'm bringing Rufus back. Ah! <laughs> well, we've been starting our podcast by asking people what they're geeking out about. Mm-hmm. Um, Malcolm, can you tell us what you're geeking out about? Uh, what am I geeking out about? Um, I'm I'm really into watching. I'm a TV guy, so I've been watching Black Summer and Barry, um, Bill Hader. It's just very funny and weird. Um, and my new my new nerd hobby is uh, these like collectible figures and th- things like that, and like one sixth and all these things. Yeah. So I got a couple. Like I got Planet Hulk Ragnarok one, and Ooh. that's pretty big. And I have. Um, the Infinity Gauntlet and Red Hood and my boy made me some uh, couple cowls, some Batman cowls. So that's my new thing is like putting grown up toys in my office. Like my office is just it's just like there's papers and a credenza because I'm an adult now yeah. <laughs> and I just wanted to own something that with, that had that many syllables uh, and and just really stuff like that and, and comics, just random comics there. Yeah, I. it's funny you said office because I had him in my room for a little bit. I'm like, nah, I can't look at you when I'm trying to do the deed. No, no, that's weird. That's <laughs> yeah, weird. I can't, I can't have down the, at Punisher, <laughs> yeah, the, the Punisher just looking at me. <laughs> We're making <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> yeah, now you're thinking about uh, what's his face? Uh, yeah, John Bernthal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that kind of works well, out. Well, maybe I should put that back <laughs> in, my, in my room. Um, the thing that I'm geeking out about, we just had the Met Gala. I love that some people didn't know what camp was because that was the theme. <laughs> I thought that was really, it was really weird to see people just dress really nicely. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, well, that's weird. You give me your ticket, okay? <laughs> you don't deserve to be yeah. there. It's funny, too, because I'm always like, 
gauge different levels of career where I'm like, oh yeah, I just want to be in like a movie and I was, or I just want to be in the, and then it's like, I want to be invited to that. How do you get like, wow, those people are at a different level. Than those me. are a different level. I realize I'm not a Met Gala dude. Just um, wait. Just I you I, wait. I mean, it might happen. I just, I don't see it. Like, I bought jeans the other day. That was a big deal. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at these blue jeans. See, or you could do that Chadwick flex of like, thanks for the invite. I had a blast last year, but I'm on set. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I think Rihanna did that too. Yeah. She was working. Everyone's yeah. like, where is that's, she? Yeah, that's such a flex to be like, I'm on set. Yeah. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan showed up. You know, he looked good. I like, yeah. I always find it interesting when guys find the best way to play it safe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, there's something on here. Okay, yeah, there's I'll, some on this tux. That's why know. I like. I know when when I'm gonna be ready. When I'm ready, I'm gonna turn out. I know I'm not ready only because I would have showed up dressed as Yogi Bear. Like, <laughs> I, like I did not get what camp was about. And I'm like, okay, I don't see what this has to do. With, have a little with picnic with basket. Yeah. yeah, I think that would have been funny if someone did that. Like a camp girl. Yeah. 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 Good, yeah. that is excellent. Would have had a little Boy Scout vest. You should dressed like dazzled. the little boy from Up. Yeah, <laughs> like like everyone would have been like. You know, he missed the mark, but he, he nailed it. <laughs> I would love it if you went as a Girl Scout oh, yeah. and just like handed out Samoas. That would see that see that's why you're too good at this, because that would actually be on board. That would be that would exact, yeah. Exactly, that would go yeah. with the kids called yeah. viral. Yeah. So so the camp is a drag queen thing then. No, no. Okay. I, I just was going based off of Lena Waithe's it jacket. Is, it is it is heavy. <laughs> I don't know. Who would you say create a camp? I feel like it's an aesthetic that definitely goes back to like inspired by drag queens. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, but it's just like over the top, this acceptance of like, I think they're trying to go against traditional art by being uh, like completely over the top. Yeah. Someone, um, they said, what is it called? Almost like they making said, fun of yourself. Okay. There's a, they showed a great John Waters. Uh, Somebody like included a quote about what it was. Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a Simpsons episode where John Waters guest stars and and he and they're like camp is like the ridiculously ludicrous or the ludicrously yeah. ridiculous okay. <laughs> or or so, or something to that effect. Okay. Um but it's always it's always like a sort of tongue in cheek wink and a nod yes. extravagant okay. sort of thing. Oh, and, and then I would have had to just show up naked. Like <laughs> I don't know how tongue in cheek that is. <laughs> I mean, because it's like, it's like, well, there are some cheeks involved. So, yeah. Um, so the hallmark of camp is the spirit of extravagance. Hey, I f- nailed it. <laughs> we both. Can you guys curse something? Oh yeah, we will bleep you. Oh okay. Oh oh good. F- dope. <laughs> All right. Uh, and you know the thing that uh, I obviously was geeking out about was uh, Spider-Man ho- uh, Far From Home. I wanted to say Homecoming. Uh, and oh, it's so funny because it's such a good trailer. And, you know, like, I'm going to just go out with the theory that I think isn't even that much of a theory, is Mysterio's bamboozling everybody. Obviously. He's one of... you. you you're going to show me a Spider-Man trailer where one of his most prolific villains is an ally and they're fighting this no-name elemental beast. Like, yeah. no. It, Mysterio has bamboozled him and Nick Fury and yeah. into thinking there's a multiverse and then the post credit scene is going to be a real multiverse. Like, it's going to be like, oh, I guess it doesn't exist. post credit. There's a multiverse. I could definitely see that. I think they're definitely setting up that, like, Mysterio's... Like, his whole thing is he's an illusionist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like, he's clearly just, like, faking it. He's he's done this, and then they're going to turn over and reveal himself as a villain. I think they yeah. said that 
that I think that fight is actually from a cover of one of the Spider-Man magazines. Oh, really? Uh, of Mysterio versus the Water Monster or or Water Guy or something mm-hmm. like that um, from back in the day. So it's like a direct callback, which is yeah. really cool. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna be a, a whole thing. And I just I, I I'm still young enough in watching these universes that I'm amazed that we've gotten to the point where seeing the sort of uh, eight spider leg Spider-Man suit like the that totally like. That is a commonplace thing that yeah. we don't even think about. They're like, here's a couple seconds of that suit. You remember it, right? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And we're and out. And the nod to Noir when you see him in the all black yeah, suit. Yeah, and then you see him around. in the all black. Oh, my gosh. And you, yeah. It's going to be Spidey porn. That's, yeah. that's what it seems like. They're just going over the top. They're like, Mary Jane already knows. Let's go into it. Yeah. The fact that they're able to put that many suits into one movie. Like, you have three different Spider-Man suits. Yeah. In one movie, at least, just from the trailer alone, you know what I mean, and it's the most advanced suits they got. You know, at least two out of three of them. You know what yeah. I mean. And I think jumping off into the Spider Verse, coming off of that, where like you could literally see each one of those characters having a movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Including I mean, Spider-Man. I think that they are. Also, it's <laughs> like if you talk in multiverse, I'm just gonna say, mm-hmm. I think we might see Miles. I think we might see. Oh, for, oh, for sure. sure. Yeah, for we're, sure. We're talking multiverses already. Yeah, and they're setting. They're setting our uh, young. Totally. Boy I think so. I mean, you you got the Prowler in the in the cartoon. Plus, you had Donald Glover as the Prowler mm-hmm. in the last Spider Man one. So, I mean, they're they're setting up for his identity to be a little yep. bit on on a cinematic they're gonna screen. Pull it yeah. all in. Yeah, yeah. and I'm especially ready. with that multiverse from Avengers, like mm-hmm. they said, the Avengers Endgame set up a multiverse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the fact when they when I heard it in Spider Man, I was like, oh, like. We might really do this. Like oh, yeah. we might really start getting these newer versions of the comics, like after New Fifty Two and stuff like that. But yeah. Like, okay. I'm ready. Yeah, but no. today we're talking about street sharks. <laughs> we're talking about street sharks. That's the second you know, time I've done that transition. <laughs> you know, and and I'm gonna just be straight up off rip. Street sharks I liked better than Ninja Turtles. Are Street you sharks freaking was, kidding me? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm a I'm a California kid, so you're talking about a blading group of uh, you know, like because because like they are. I will say half Canadian. Yeah, I, I mean, they are. Are you <laughs> yeah. half Canadian? No, not at all. Uh, but like you know, Ninja Turtles was so New York heavy. That like having the street sharks and it had a lot of like, you know, L.A. aesthetics because, right. you know, you had the blades. They liked burgers, not pizza. <laughs> I was you're, a, you're a uh, Rocket Power kid, yeah. too. I remember mm-hmm. you loved Rocket Big, Power. Yeah, so I was, I'm in it. I was like, let's go. I had the, the street shark. And then they brought in the killer whale, which was a black guy. And I was like, yes, yes let's go. You, you're making this for me. Jet. I love that that has been your aesthetic now for like the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was just like a buffed out dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> wearing as little as possible. knows how to use his tongue. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, so street sharks is an American Canadian animated series about the adventures of crime fighting half man half sharks mm-hmm. I would say they're arguably oh. most sharks yeah, they're just sharks, sharks that are out of the water oh yeah but actually I'm gonna just pause you one more time before you read the rest of them I have revisited it since I was a kid and this is definitely a kid if he loved this and now to for lack of a better phrase and actually the best pun this is a show that has jumped the shark was, from the beginning I was waiting to say that I wanted no. to say that if he I stole it. From I wanted it so bad. <laughs> like from the beginning. I built this in. I built whole materials around this one joke. 
Can't do the joke no more. Malcolm, when you when you said that you were up for Street Sharks, why did this pop into your head? Because I love 80s and 90s cartoons. Okay. So I love Battle Cat. Uh, I love, what is it? Uh, I love Battle Toads. Or, what was it? It was Boom Cats or whatever the hell those things were. I can't remember. Oh, like, yeah. There was like the Mecha, like uh, the the Mecha Ninja Cats. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was all those like weird things. X Men, Biker Mouse from Mars. Mike, yeah, Biker Mice from Mars. Yeah. I love that show. It was the weird. Cowboys. Yeah, I just love these weird. I thought the animation was all weird and fun and like. I feel like those shows either went super dark, or rewatching Street Sharks, went super environmental. Of course, like yeah. I that like was a big thing, Free Willy, all of yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> like after, you stop know, polluting the ocean. Yeah, Fern yeah. Gully's coming out. Fern like, Gully, there's, yeah. yeah. There's a whole thing about nuclear. Captain Planet. Yeah, there's a whole nuclear weapons arc. <laughs> They're like slowly trying to get that into the kids' heads. Like, yeah, yeah you know, it's talking like, about the Cold War. Here. Yeah, it's like really weird. But I love Street Sharks because I don't know. I loved 80s and 90s, and that one's from the 90s. I just loved how preposterous. These cartoons, like I just feel like, I feel like SpongeBob is like relatively normal as a cartoon. It's like undersea creatures. They were we're giving them names and faces, like a, a starfish that walks. Mm-hmm. But like all of Street Sharks is about these super cool '90s X game kids, yeah, <laughs> who turn into shark, shark outlaw sharks, yeah, <laughs> like who keep getting framed, yeah, which, <laughs> which is. Apparently amazingly easy to frame a bunch of anthropomorphic sharks. Because I feel like once you see an anthropomorphic shark and something happens, you could just be like, the sharks did it. And <laughs> like, probably. Sharks probably did that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. Oh, my gosh. But I feel like it's also, I've, I really wanted to revisit it because I feel like it's that joke that you have. Like, everyone kind of knows street sharks. But, like, I don't know that you could, and I, I think I can come close now, but I dare you to name... All four street sharks. Well, I cheated and already saw <laughs> Yeah, we have our That's list. Okay, right I don't mind. I don't mind. Go off the top. What you got? Off top. All right, I'm moving the phone away. Moving so phone. Ripster. This Ripster, whose real name is? I don't know. I don't know his real name. I only know their <laughs> John. Shark dick. John. Okay. Love John it. Bolton. Was there one called Bite? No. No. Okay. No, but there is a one word noun. Uh. Blade. <laughs> I feel like we're just now. <laughs> All right, let's just go yeah. right into there's, it. Wait, there's, yeah, go ahead. There's a uh, jab, mm-hmm. right? There's a uh, ripster. Uh huh. There's uh, not tsunami. Uh, not shamu. Ooh, you're close. That's a uh, come on, just killer kamut. Just think of where we're at in this show. What, what would they call Shamu? <laughs> it was, uh, God damn! it was, uh, hold on, hold on. It's Ripster, it's Ripster, Jab, Streets, a.k.a. Blades, and then Killer Camus or something like that. What is First it? First name, Big. Big, what is it? Big Slamu. Big Slamu, that's what yeah. it was. Not Shamu, Slamu. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, no, that 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 was uh, crazy. Yeah, it's it, it's basically uh, it follows the university uh, professor named Doctor Robert Bolton, Robert Bolton, baby, <laughs> and his partner Doctor Luther Paradigm. Uh, which it's funny in all these shows, even in Mega Man, it always seems like every scientist has a counterpart who's just bad <laughs> <laughs> that you never caught on 
up until the <laughs> until moment you moment. try to do the big experiment. It's true. There's always like one good scientist, one bad scientist, and they're best friends for some Yeah, reason. yeah. Uh, you know, it's but uh, they they create a machine known as the Gene Slammer. Yeah, no, none name. of the scientists. Oh are, my gosh. Yeah. So so this this. Show was an embodiment of that moment in the early aughts when everything had to be extreme. You had extreme Doritos, mm-hmm. extreme clean deodorant. Like surge. This is mm-hmm. this is like the most '90s show, and that's why I said it really took all of the anthropomorphic animal shows, and they were like, "We're gonna jump the shark," literally. Yeah. Uh, but then, um, you know, uh, he he, it was hybrid he was doing a hybrid experiment turning uh, aquatic animals into like anthropomorphic hybrids combining their dna's with humans and uh obviously robert bolton needed to stop uh, had to par- stop. yeah he had to stop paradigm from using the machine for personal power uh, <laughs> i don't yeah. know what other reason you'd use the machine for <laughs> um and then uh then bolton is turned into a monster and he escapes and paradigm uh gives uh bolton's four sons john bobby and coop and clint the likenesses of four different sharks and uh when dr paradigm captures their friend ben's the resulting street sharks rescue him and combine paradigm with the piranha dna yes uh dr piranha dino yeah uh piranha <laughs> uh paranoid uh by other characters and and, and so uh, Dr. Par- Paradigm creates a variety of monsters to destroy the street sharks uh, while uh, trying to persuade the inhabitants of their native metropolis of Fission City to imprison them. And uh, so then uh, a few uh, ended up becoming friends with the street sharks, which we got our brother who ended up, ended up becoming Moby Lick. <laughs> <laughs> Moby Lick is the greatest. Yeah. Uh, I love El Suordo. Yeah, El like, Suordo. Like, we got to get a Latinx character yeah. <laughs> in here. We got to get Suordo. them all covered. Swordo, rocks and Manta Man, uh, and then eventually, as it got later into the series, we got the Dino Avengers from that series. In it was a space, mm-hmm. yeah, the extreme dinosaurs. Oh man, and I remember that one because that one they were in a, in, they were trying to prevent uh, the other dinosaurs from creating global warming. The ra- <laughs> see, <laughs> see, message, yeah. yeah. The Raptors, uh, bad rap. So yeah. this ran from 1994 to 1997, and the creators were David Siegel and, and Joe Galliani. I thought there was a female creator. Um, Maybe she just wrote the- uh... You know, and she wasn't credited, Malcolm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what, I guess, what was your favorite, what was the shark that you gravitated towards the most? Uh, my favorite shark, even though I can never remember his name, was uh, Killer Shark. I like blades. I like strees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause just because he had rollerblades and they would sometimes not be there and then sometimes automatically be there, um, which is like one of those weird cartoon conventions where suddenly like they would just skip out like someone didn't pay the money that day yeah. for like those couple frames. Um, but yeah, I liked him just because he was, he was rollerblading. <laughs> that was literally it. But so, then what then was weird is they clearly got – so I was looking up. The first season is like three episodes or something like that. On this. Wow. <laughs> and in the second season, they like extend. But what's great is they clearly got a memo because two big things changed, which is that um, the opening song changed because the opening song used to sound like Mr. Sandman or some old sort of 1950s <laughs> before people had rights. Yeah. So <laughs> it, like, it was like, they fight, they bite, they fight, <laughs> they bite. Um, and then he just sort of updated it till it was like more sort of like a California, yeah. you know, surf tempo song. Um, and also, Ripster suddenly had powers. <laughs> <laughs> like, he suddenly had like 
telekinetic mm-hmm. yeah. or sort of psychic powers that only came into play for, I think, literally one episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they gave it to him and then forgotten with, like, how did they get that power? Yeah, That's why not a, would we give that? It's not they a are shark power. Giant sharks. They <laughs> don't need telekinesis. They don't, yeah, they don't need to tell the future. Yeah, no, that I, I, that was the fun thing about it. My favorites were both Jab and um, Ripster. And those were because those were the darker. Those were the <laughs> darker. darker which, by the way, that definitely was an initiative thing. Like, they definitely were like, let's create some dark ones because I've never seen sharks iffy color (laughs) that was the color scheme for these sharks was like oh iffy and uh steph curry (laughs) those those were the two sharks but i was here for it and then they then they brought my man's uh moby lick in and i was very happy well and then they had the uh black chick scientist at Mm -hmm. the beginning yeah lena which was cool well this is something but then i think her brother gets on drugs or something You know, I bet they were trying to get in one of those Saturday storylines. A hundred percent. You know, 100%. like the, hey, what I found these in your bedroom. Yeah. I just wanted to make yeah. like one of those PSAs that they did. That's a hundred percent what happened. <laughs> like her brother Malik is taking like drug and like muscle yeah. enhancing pills. Talk to someone. Um, also iffy inspired. And then, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I think they find out and then like a whole thing. But yeah, it's very weird. They super fleshed out the personalities of each of these characters, which I want to get into, but we have to take a quick break. No! We're going to hop back into Street Sharks right after this. Street Sharks! Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. And we're back. We're still here joined by Malcolm. So the first one up of the Street Sharks, Ripster, 
John Bolton. I love that they have like regular names. They have regular names. And then what's great is they suddenly adapt their new names like while they're chilling. Like um, Ben suddenly is like, man, you really ripped it. You're a bit of a ripster. He's like, yeah, ripster. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that is an interesting thing. Why would they change their names Why would you for change all names? intents and purposes? We're the same person. They're We're brothers. just sharks now. Yeah. I'm not going to call you. They have to get a new driver's license and all of that. Uh, oh you can't gosh. just show up as a shark named John Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about how bad that home life was. This is a single father of four children, <laughs> and this father is also a scientist, so he's not at home. No, no. And put in work. Had to raise him. Let me reboot kids. Street Sharks. Let me really get. Let me really get into Fun. the meat. Yeah, I bet. It, I bet somebody's trying. Somebody's trying to reboot all of these. Oh yeah. All, all I could all think these of IPs. when I once I saw them going into space, all I could think of is like we literally have like a raccoon in space, a raccoon. <laughs> for the elites um, we literally have a raccoon and a tra um, a tree in space I was like we could definitely have sharks in space yeah oh, like why is that like now that's not as weird as it seemed well like, you just know there was a comic you seen that one like weird crocodile hurricane movie that's coming out and it, the, the, the I, crawl is what it's called and one? the funny thing about it is at first I'm like when I first started the trailer I'm like okay this is dumb by the end of the trailer your boy was sold I was like <laughs> let's go let's crawl <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I think we can have sharks yeah in space. there's like seven sharknados yeah oh my gosh totally you know I, and you know what Pretty great. <laughs> Pretty a good time. If you just want to get stoned and watch something funny with your friends, look, they, it doesn't take itself too seriously. But it's always there's always that dip because there's always like when a movie is like pretty bad because you know they earnestly tried and it just didn't work out. Yes, you know, and there's a lot of moving parts in here. You know, we didn't, we're not trying to dog anyone up, but sometimes you you make something bad, and it's like genuinely funny. But then, like, when people lean into that, where it's like, all right, we're going to be bad, then it's never as it's not funny. As good. Yeah, because it's like, you, like, there's something about, like, tr- honest, earnest, like, it's just like a fake fall and an actual fall. Like, if I see someone trip, then it's funny, you know? But if someone, like, tries to fake trip to make me laugh, it's, you just see the, you see the attempt to fall. Yeah. Street Sharks, how do you, I want to adapt that. I want that to be a thing. I was happy when Ninja Turtles came out. They made that work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're there's bringing anything back... better the the original Ninja Turtles, man. They're bringing... Uh... Yeah, but I think that might also be because we watch it with an air of nostalgia in a way that like maybe the true. younger... Gener- I try to show my niece some videos when I was visiting with her, and it was just like she just doesn't gravitate towards them the same way that she does her, her newer... Mm-hmm. Like Moana, she'll yeah. relate to. She doesn't like the older Disney movies as much i feel like if you go back to eastman and you show little boys that what's eastman little boys and little girls i don't know little girls like violence too uh but like I he feel was like, one of the creators of the t- teenage mutant ninja turtles uh, the the comics yes, when yes, it yes, was yes. like straight when it was not it was for weird. kids yeah yeah. yeah yeah i loved it i was like this is it but i feel like it's very like edgelordy and, and yeah. i feel like People would be still be into that, but like I feel like the original TMNT that we grew up on, that we that was better, <laughs> quote unquote. Uh, I think, yeah, we, there's like an air of nostalgia for it. So we have Ripster, who is the smartest, the leader, and the oldest of the four brothers, who enjoys creating inventions. He has taken up most of his knowledge and skills from his father. He's also they added this an avid pool player. 
He's a pool shark. Mm-hmm. In the like, wow, <laughs> yeah. wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. In the first episode of the show, John rides a motorbike. When transformed into Ripster, he becomes a great white shark, able to bite through steel as well as having extra sensory abilities, like you were saying. Yeah, it's interesting that they wanted to flesh. I just imagine someone they came with like, okay, so he's a shark, and they're like, yes, but like, what is his what is his motivation? What are his obstacles? There's what are <laughs> there's scenes where he's playing pool, <laughs> and I don't understand how it's moving the plot. And it's amazing, like because they clearly came up with the wordplay before they came up with the scene. Yeah, they're like, he's a pool shark, genius. Write the scene. I'm w- done. I w- want to take one moment to correct myself. I did a quick Google search. <laughs> There are iffy colored sharks. They're out there. I don't want to erase any of our brothers' sharks don't out there. Don't erase our, our, our shark. Someone our has already tweeted to me because they tweeted before it got to this part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is this I live? You know. How does this work? No, people. People like will there. Like Before so they times, finish the end of the episode, yeah, they'll tweet at us are, and they'll be like, oh, never mind, you cleared it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, I listened to it 20 seconds later. Yeah, yeah, you just got to wait. We'll, we'll, we'll lots of times. I'll, I like to uh, Google what I say. I, I like this because I'm usually on podcasts where they don't care about actual information. <laughs> no, we would not survive. Yeah, no, and it, it, you know, it's because what are you we're on. In your mouth right now? That happening? was a piece of the uh, Parmesan crisp. I'm having a ball over here, Malcolm. <laughs> you don't understand. Living your best um, life. My best life. But yeah, no, you know, Stuff Media, now iHeartMedia, has uh, has been known for getting their physics straight. So we, yeah. we are held uh. to the same uh, standard. You know, I was going to say. Job? Yeah, yeah. I was going to like call out specific podcast networks, but I ain't trying to start no beefs. No, no, no. I'm trying to But just know Cody though. Ziggler, I'm coming at your neck. When That's I what I'm see saying. You. Wow. I'm chopping you right in the neck. Ziggler. Happy birthday, by the way. Uh Jab, Clint Bolton is the lazy is the laziest of the street shows. Why do they have to do him like that? But enjoys boxing. Boxing is not a lazy sport. No. Yeah. And he won the race at the uh beginning of the episode. Yeah. And he appears to have some talent with mechanics. And when he's transformed into Jab, he becomes a scalloped hammerhead shark and uses his head as a battering ram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then street shocks. Then we have streaks. Did yep. I say that right? That's your boy. Yeah, it's pronounced really weird because it's like got an X at the end or yeah. something like that. Is, that. is it streaks? Yeah, that's okay. how I'm saying it. Yeah, next we have streaks, which is Robert Bobby Bolton Jr. is a level-headed, cool, and self-proclaimed ladies' man. That is not something that you – that is a that is a, a title that is given to you, not one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell. I'm kind of a ladies' man. Yeah, I don't know what to tell y'all. Ladies. <laughs> He's he's always, but these two things don't go hand in hand. He's a, well, actually they do. He's a self-proclaimed ladies man and he's always shown wearing rollerblades. Um, so that, yeah, and appears to enjoy parachuting and snowboarding and later plays drums professionally. Wow. I know exactly who this person is. (laughs) When transformed into streaks, he becomes a tiger shark named after the purple streaks on his body in the toy line. He was originally called blades for his skills as a rollerblader. So something that we talked about Malcolm in our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle episode was that they were largely the show was created to sell toys. And we brought that up about um, several other of these 80s and 90s series to me, it helps ground everyone where they're like, not my Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah, Turtles, yeah, yeah. the art. And I'm like, but my show. And I'm like, but your show was created to sell toys. Like, you know, let's. Yeah. I still think it's great and I still think it's funny and awesome, but like, let's take it down a notch. It's No, it's always funny not- when people don't realize like, all of these cartoons for for toys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. A lot their, of it. Th- their marketability. They yeah. had to prove that. How are they going to sell ads? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, that was a conversation, again, that my man Rod Serling had uh, talking about, you know, how you have to kind of please that even though you're creating art, it's like, how are we going to please our ad sales? Yeah. At the and end of the day, that's how you make shows. Yeah. And we all remember those really cool Twilight Zone toys. <laughs> I shut up. <laughs> uh, next up, Big Slamu. Wait. Oh, also, yeah. uh, Streets or Streets is Streaks or whatever. He's played by. Two- is it Streets? Was it? What's the last letter? X. Streaks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone's gonna correct us. Someone's gonna say. If he is, it Streaks. Yeah, I think it's Streaks. Yeah. Okay. He's played by a dude from Book of Mormon. Really? Yeah, yeah. Who's on that Don Cheadle show now? Yeah. Uh, Andrew, Black Monday. Andrew Reynolds. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look I did not know that. Look at that. I know storied career. Yeah, he's got. He's been acting since he was like fifteen or something. Like that. Yeah. Um. Big Slamu and Dr. Robert Bolton are both voiced by D. Kevin Williams. Yeah, I, I'm a, I, I just want you to read that last sentence on streaks again. Oh, in the toy line, he was originally called Blades. Give me my money, y'all. As a I want y'all to rewind to when I was laughed away from the mic. I said it was Blades. When I say Blade. No, I think you said Wheels or I said, something. No, I said, said Blade. Blade. I said Blade. He said Blade. And he because said Blade. I knew because I had the Streaks toy and I had the Lobster oh. Punk. So, so that's why I said Blade instead of Streaks because that was what my toy said. Uh, <laughs> You were laughed Sorry. away. We... I was laughed away from the mic. I was. But, but I just I... felt good inside. Yeah, you know, you can laugh at me. Uh, Coop Bolt. So Big Slamu, <laughs> Coop Bolton is the strongest and youngest of the four. Football He's also player. a football player, yes, in high school. In the first episode, he uses a skateboard. When transformed into Big Slamu, he becomes a whale shark. And his most prominent maneuver is the seismic slam, in which he may shake or crack the ground with his fist. Sounds kind of like um, yeah. Hulk, but sure. Yeah, and that was a real cool uh, move. Which, by the way, this is a great point uh, time to mention that. There was a lot of collateral damage within the street sharks and what they did when they would dive into the asphalt and create these just streaks they're wreaking havoc on these streets like I don't know what they're doing to the public workers here like also I want to say you know no offense to all my coops bobbies clints and johns (laughs) but that's not a name I think a scientist (laughs) is gonna go for like this is someone who's about to have uh, legacy frat sons (laughs) (laughs) they want him to be relatable yeah yeah I always relate to Clint yeah yeah Coop Coop my man Coop (laughs) Oh, man. And then we have Dr. Robert Bolton. Uh, <laughs> I just love that Bolton was the last name they went with. Uh, they, didn't, I, they didn't go deep with, like, Paradigm. Paradigm yeah, yeah. was like. Yeah, like, ah, yeah, but Bolton, you know, that you got to. You, you, a university professor and the father of the Bolton bros uh, who invented <laughs> uh, the gene manipulation device for peaceful uses. Once again, what is the peaceful use for that? I don't know, but it's the same thing as Jurassic. So I look at this as Jurassic Park, which they ended up uh, addressing that. Because originally it was like, oh, we want to create these creatures or recreate these creatures. And then eventually it's like, what happens when it's in the wrong hands? And they actually try to turn them into weapons. Mm -hmm. So I was glad that they finally, because at first it's like, oh, they're killing us. And then it's like, oh, we could use them to kill. So I'm glad that in the franchise they finally address that. But anyways, I think that that is comparable. Is like, oh, I want to create... I want to see what I can create and yeah. what kind of um, 
you know, creature can I create with this DNA? And then it's like, oh, but of course there's somebody that's going to use it for bad. Yeah, it's your uh, buddy who's evil you've been doing science with for all these years. (laughs) Best bud who I science it up with. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's pretty much... uh, so afterward, he is only ever represented by a shadow cast on the wall. I don't remember that. Yeah. So what <laughs> happens is in the, very, in the very first episode, he tries to stop his best friend slash mad scientist buddy, Paradigm. Uh-huh. Um, and then I think he gets hit with the stuff. He gets hit with like some genetic yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He turns and gross. Then, yeah. And then he just you just know he looks horrible. That's all you really know. And then you like see him in the shadows for like... Two and a half years. It like sounds it like um, a missed opportunity to talk about acceptance. It does, right? It does, yeah, you never see him for he's, the rest he's of the like series. The, he's like the good version of Dr. Claw. Like, you kind of almost yeah. see him, and you never really do. He helps some people out. Like, Claw had that key, oh, though. and then what's great is he sends them helpful emails throughout the show, <laughs> but it's the 90s. Yeah. So it's like the first time they're depicting emails in a cartoon. And my favorite is like, there's a giant, she's like, I have an email. And it's like a giant envelope <laughs> on the screen. And she goes, an email at this time of night? <laughs> yeah. Like it would disrupt you in some way. <laughs> like, they're like an email at 730, that's insane. That's my favorite part. Uh, so then we have Sir Thomas Bolton, who's an ancestor of the protagonist, who is encountered in the episode Sir Shark-A-Lot. <laughs> he is the target of Paradigm's time travel excursion to destroy the Bolton family. And they go back in time. Mm-hmm. Which every cartoon anthropomorphic show does, they always have to go back in time. Yeah, yeah you get, you definitely got to go back in time. I mean, Ninja Turtles did that, what, movie the number three? Two? Yeah. The third one? Yeah. Sir Sharkala. I love their need to be relevant. I played yeah. uh, with my brother. There's the trivia game that you can play on Amazon Echo. It's like a, mu- a music trivia. You mm-hmm. can just like Echo play or Alexa play whatever, like music trivia. And when you win a round or when you win a question, she'll be like, lit. <laughs> and then she'll be like... <laughs> Stay woke. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who wrote this? <laughs> Not kidding. You go play your music trivia game on Alexa. Wow. And she'll be like, uh, cool AF or something like that. Yes. Like those are her words. Flossing. Somebody <laughs> yeah, yeah. totally hype. Yeet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe the one that was like, stay woke. Yeah, stay woke <laughs> in, her, just... in her robotic voice. Let's dip into, uh, you know, our man's Dr. Luther Paradigm, you know, Paradigm. voiced by J. Michael yeah. Lee. He's the main antagonist. He was also a professor. Uh, he had a metal eye patch. <laughs> kind of gives it away. Yeah. Um, tell yeah. you, just these evil scientists just hanging out with you. Well, and then he wears, then he winds up wearing this like big metal outfit to like defend. And, yeah. And I must say there is a plot hole in uh, Street Sharks. Which, which is that he's he's like he's like first he's on the good side and they're bad and then like but then he like beats up a cop or two or something like that and then like, <laughs> goes, like <laughs> the message is that you're trying to get across in this and he goes into hiding and you'd think he'd be the bad guy from yeah. now on but he's not they're like you know they're like he's got to come back he's the only one who knows how to stop the street sharks because all the episodes are connected like twenty four. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you'd end and the next episode would begin. Wait, so he beat up the there. cop and the cops were he beat like. beat up the cops. I guess they forgot. Well, they weren't cops. They might have been military or oh, something like they, that. Which, okay. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, now nah, we still need you. Yeah, we, we need we, you. We, look, these these like roads have been jacked up for way too long. You could beat up more of us. It was really a, mu- a municipal show. Yeah. The show was about municipalities. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, apparently, you know. 
Dr. Paradigm even goes on to create, uh, he, he injects himself with iguana DNA, which was given to him by the Raptors. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, he thought it was going to be Velociraptor DNA. And then he became Dr. Iguanazoid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said, and he helped out the Raptors anyway, hoping that they'll actually give him Velociraptor DNA. That's uh, like the second to last episode. Yeah. And then by Shark Apocalypse Now, <laughs> <laughs> which is the finale. That's yeah. the series finale. Uh, Dr. Iguanazoid is apprehended by the street sharks. You know, r- really heavy movie for a kid's <laughs> show. That's a great reference. Yeah, Apocalypse Now. Kids, kids love Apocalypse movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, you know, they really love movies about Vietnam. They, mm-hmm. they're just drinking them all in. And so your uh, guy Moby Lick, Jets. Yeah. His name was Jets Taylor. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Which, by the way, his first name was Jets. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Like not Jet, but like. Yes. His parents wanted him to be a football player. <laughs> uh, is a good friend of the Bolton brothers and Ben's under Dr. Paradigm's mind control. Jets is combined with a killer whale by Dr. Paradigm in order to make his latest Seviet, which is a bad guy, becoming Moby Lick. I mean, that I don't know if that's the best name for a, a kid's, but sure. Well, uh, because they already wasted big slam. Well, I guess you, you know what? A Mo- guy who's not a killer. Whale. Honestly, Moby Dick probably would have been worse. Yeah. Been so a worse. Uh, he later broke free of Dr. Paradigm's mind control and became an ally of the street sharks. Moby Dick has a long tongue, which is the source of his name, great strength and the ability to inhale water and expel it through his blowhole. It later demonstrated the ability to communicate with other killer whales. In Shark Hunt, it is revealed that Moby became an eco-conservationist. I love that. In the Everglades National (laughs) Park. They needed to be like, how can we educate these kids? It really was. I loved it. Oh, yeah. We were deep. I I mean, something was going on. We were really pushing the uh, conservationist movement. What Uh, happened? I don't know. We stopped. We, stopped. we, we need stopped it more now. Yeah. We stopped after like Fern Gully 2 or whatever. Yeah. They're we're, like, stop cutting the trees. And then it was like, you know what? Um, we're just not going to give this, you know, buy some more toys. We're yeah. yeah. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Street sharks. Yeah. 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 They were doing these like TV shows about, you know, saving the environment and recycling and using them to sell plastic toys. <laughs> <laughs> Like we, were, we were playing the game all along. We fell it. for the trap. We fell for the trap. Uh, we're going to go deep into some of the villains after this and, you know, talk about some of our favorite episodes. It seems like it had a short run. But as did. a kid, I remember it being much longer, but as but that's because you watch the same episode 20 times and yes. you're like, yep, yeah, it's it's a new one. Yeah. I think it's uh, like 40 episodes or something. Oh, like that. yeah. That is a short run. I'm going to go back and watch them all now. But we'll get into that after these messages. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. 
When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. And we're back. And yeah, you were right. There were only 40 episodes. There was only three seasons. Yeah. I guess it is pretty cool, though, that it had such a big impact that, like, I feel everyone our age and maybe the generation after and above know Street Sharks. I feel like everybody I know knows Street Sharks. Like, not as intensely as they know Ninja Turtles. Right. But they, like, know their sharks that were in the street. They're anthropomorphic. <laughs> you know, cowabunga sharks. And I guess there was there was also we didn't mention this a direct to video feature film. Have you seen that? No. Yes, as they do um, on VHS direct to video feature film of the Street Sharks with all oh no wait all season one episodes Shark Bait Shark Bite and Shark Storm that were combined into one titled The Gene Slamming Begins. It was then followed by two episode movies using episodes from season two. One was Shark Quest with two episodes, Shark Quest and Lone Shark, and the other was Shark and Roll with two episodes. This sounds like, is this a movie, direct-to-video feature film? Yeah. It sounds like they're just combining the episodes. Yeah, sometimes they would repackage it. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It Um, rocks. By the way, I I love Street Sharks because they were all pretty cool about turning into sharks. Like, there was no traumatic, they were like... Yeah, yeah, they were like... <laughs> well, if you think about it, if you, like, think of, like, 90s high school kids. If you turn to a shark, you'd be like, yeah, jawsome. That was... <laughs> jawsome. That's literally what happened. They were like, they were like, all right. Like, they didn't care. And yeah. also, it was, like, around... They also were, like, hitting on women yeah. in the episode, which is, like, the women were really attracted to them, which was, like, really <laughs> which, weird. when you think of how terrifying this would look, because... <laughs> Even if you have the to- the, the head to body ratio on the street sharks, I don't, I don't want to understand that anatomy. No, I completely get it. It's why everybody was in love with the Lost in Space robot because they're like, oh, I just want something that's not the men that I'm around. <laughs> 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 I'm not kidding. That's like the joke that I see all the time. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? You're not he- like you're not the human man that I have to deal with all the time. Sure, I'll take you. I mean, you're gonna get ghosted just by a man who's a shark. Yeah, and that's, that's only no. gonna be one. <laughs> Can you imagine you wake up, you go to sleep with a shark and you wake up and it's a regular man? You're like, no, where was the, 
Or you wake up and it's like shark size dent in your bed. This like, is, what is on the floor? See, it's in the ground. I, yeah. It's through the ground. How didn't I see you leave, <laughs> you giant? Butthole. But that was... Oh, there's um there I watched this uh of the toys. I watched this commercial of Vin Diesel. Yes. Um, oh, where he's dancing. Mm-hmm. Was that where he's uh he's Yeah, and he was pitching his... the street shirts yeah. toys. Yeah. <laughs> that was also a period where we were comfortable with uh anthropomorphic animals and people having sex. Like Howard the Duck style. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, where are we going? Yeah, yeah. I you didn't know. People, I got you. You know, with this new Lion King, that's all I see on my time. It's not all I see, but it's a lot of what I see on my time. I mean, what? people look, will look be at, like Simba, sexy. One thing I remember is uh, Ripster's boots. These boots that he was oh, on. Oh wow. My, my man, like he looked like he was Very ready to confused. He's ready turn up. What's even scarier is people have done live action fan art of what they would look like in real life, and that oh, yeah. is scarily scary. Arousing. Oh, scarily. Okay. <laughs> I was going to use a different adjective. They have a six pack abs. It kind of looked like Thor, but with a shark head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or as Danny would say, sexy. Yeah, I, I think I think the internet has also embraced that fully. I mean, yeah. we're in a weird time. Uh, yeah, but. What was interesting about the street sharks is they weren't shy about completely leaning into the fact that they were in direct opposition of the Ninja Turtles. No. So that's why they were into burgers, because there's literally a scene where they're like, pizza? pizza? Yeah. Yes. Give me a burger. Which yes. I'm like, who says that? <laughs> what person with taste buds has, chooses one of the, those are yeah. like apples and oranges, yeah. literally. Who's disgusted by pizza? <laughs> But totally for yeah. a burger. Yeah, you you like them both. I'm sorry. Nah, I ain't gonna, messing with cheese, I, man. I, see, and we're going to find some weird nerd fam that are going to be like, nah, Iffy, actually, I hate pizza and I think burgers <laughs> slap. And I'm going to be like, I don't know what to do with you. Yeah. They're a direct competition. They had like a fake bebop and Rocksteady yeah, and had a van. Totally. And, yeah, you know it was I mean? it was so funny. And what's funny is I was on the street shark side. I was drinking <laughs> so it up. Funny. I was like, hell yeah! I like mean, they don't need weapons. They they go under the asphalt. I and... love that it's like a Biggie Pock thing. Oh yeah, like <laughs> Teenage Mutant that's Ninja what Turtles it was for me. Street sharks. I know, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles still kicking. Street sharks, rest in peace. <laughs> True, but I, I bet it will come back. And I also, probably in 10 years, will have a live action version. Oh, I don't want to. Trust me, if it is, you will see my name in the <laughs> credits, some shape or form. I can see you as a street Even shark. Even if that means up. I have to be a PA, my name is going to be in see, the post credits. I can see you as Moby Lick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't forget about Roxy. You can't forget about Rox, who is oh, yeah. our only female. Street shark, and you know that because she has eyelashes and is pink. <laughs> um, every that, time that you have a female character, you know, especially yeah, you gotta be eyelashes, gotta put the eyelashes on. She has the big lipstick. She's wearing a bikini top Is right here. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I don't even know about Roxy. Is that yeah. near the end? I think so. Is this when they really went into the uh, Street Sharks MCU? <laughs> <laughs> Because Roxy is, is is like the big problem with a lot of, especially 90s, just anything where it's like, the, the you got to give them breast and lipstick. <laughs> like, it just looks bad, the, the fact that they put I saw lipstick. the picture and it's very uncomfortable. I don't have the same feeling that Danny had. What? I was just kidding. I mean, I did have a crush. There were several cartoon characters I had a crush on, um, one of which is... Max from a Goofy movie, huge crush. I know there are people out there listening that also had a crush on him. 
And I weirdly also had a crush on Jack Skellington from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, he's that super one. cool. He dressed well. Right? And he has a deep, low, like, sexy voice. He I sings. think it's the voice. I think it's the, because a lot of these are animated. So I think it's the voice, the voice of them. Max had a really cute voice. It was the voice of, like, somebody that I would date my age or yeah. whatever. Even though he was in high school and I was in elementary school. <laughs> I'm but, sure I had a crush on every female cartoon character. Yeah, like Lola Bunny. How many guys oh, yeah. had a crush on Lola Jeez. Bunny yeah, and Roxanne yeah. from a Goofy movie? I want to go back and really look into the fashion of each and every one of these street sharks because I think it's something that we glossed over that is truly... Oh. Truly unique. So like like I said, for Ripster, he had a belt buckle, jeans, and some like straight up bantha boots. boots. Like I've, which, you know, if you're not Latinx, you just don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you if you don't know, you know you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, that's um, straight cool style. Anyway, that's the boots he's kicking with. And then you have Bantha? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, look, I grew up in uh, Compton, like in like Tortilla Flats neighborhood, which they really weren't messing with black people. But, you know, we got yeah. along when we got along. Uh, <laughs> I'm from Bed-Stuy. Our Spanish okay. speakers were Puerto Ricans. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that was what's so interesting. <laughs> this is night, once again, another one of our uh, – because, like, growing up, like, my, my, like, Latinx community was Salvadorians, Guatemalans. And Mexicans, like I, I'm sure there were probably Puerto Ricans, uh, definitely Cubans, but like, like poor, like, it's crazy to see like where the like capitals are. Like mm-hmm. the Nigerian capital is Houston. Like you is will, it? yeah, that's where all the Nigerians be at. And I'm surprised my dad didn't move there. So it's like interesting to see where people of color just kind of gravitate towards, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is our spot. Mine was uh, my family's from San Diego, and so Chula Vista, Mexican, oh, yeah. and then San Antonio, Mexican. And yeah. so it was just Mexican. <laughs> that was that was us. Yeah, we just gravitated towards where our people were. Uh, which what, what? Um, let me get the name of of them all. Streaks. Which one was Streaks? That's the, He's the rollerblader. Yeah, my man. <laughs> Is in rollerblades at all times. <laughs> like I think that's something we glossed over. That and in every scene you look mm-hmm. at streaks, he's in rollerblades. We don't talk about how this is just <laughs> how he has specially made <laughs> rollerblades for himself. Or his giant shark feet. <laughs> how he's running with everyone and fighting, and he has blades on. Yeah. Like, and he's got neon green mm-hmm. shorts that ripped are ripped. Shorts. And it's like and unbuttoned actually. Yeah, his yeah. Top buttons undone. <laughs> In like, all of this. Like, what is going life. on? I like that they're like, well, he can't, like, it has to be unbuttoned. It would be unrealistic <laughs> if it was buttoned all the way. But he is in blades all the time. <laughs> that that we will stick to at all times. Then we have Big Slamu, who, you know, just to remind us that he's a football player, is always mm-hmm. wearing Always wearing, mm-hmm. j- j- like, <laughs> the bottoms. Yeah. Always. Once again, another all of these pieces of clothing Aww. fit sharks. He looks like he's in spring training. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. But it, it was like, but that was like 90s cartoon, whereas like your personality and status in high school, that's your costume. That's yeah. who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're always you're the jock, so you're always gonna be wearing. And then the hammerhead was wearing like wrestling pants. I don't know what those look like straight up yeah, wrestling pants. Yeah, they 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 gave up by that point. Everyone had so much personalities, and my man uh, Jab just had like Shawn Michaels walkout tights. <laughs> yeah, and so then they crossed over with Dino Avengers. Yes, which ended up being their spinoff series. That's when they, I feel like they were heavily trying to sell toys during that period. Oh yeah, because it was like then they started using flying machines and all these things, yep. which I felt like there was a lot of toys for at that time. Like you were just adding stuff to the Street Smart 
Street Shark toys. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because there were those, like, I don't even know, not Nerf, but there were, like, those... Um, Spinners, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The spinners, no, yeah, exactly. What you were saying you would shoot it and it would like yeah. spin off. Um, yeah. So Dino Dino Avengers were a military unit, so they're veterans from an exoplanet <laughs> inhabited by anthropomorphic dinosaurs, allied with the street sharks. Uh, once ordered, I thought they were at odds with them at some time. No, they were at odds with the Raptors. Oh, so, okay. like, basically, the Raptors came down. The guy, bad rap. That's another guy that they named. I love the way they name people on this show. Like, literally, Benz comes in. He's like, rap. That's a bad rap. And rap goes, bad rap. I like that. <laughs> like, literally, that's that half the characters. is a trope that I <laughs> That's how half the characters I are named. I love it. That I both hate and love and will never get old to me. If someone's saying something, he's like, yeah. Like, like, even if we go back to Solo, Han, you don't know your last name. You're by yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Solo. <laughs> I love it. But I love that bad rap ideally would already have a name. Yeah. And then here's him called it. He's like, yeah, bad rap. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so weird. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so the Dino Vendors are T-Bone, um, Stegs, which is a Stegosaurus, and uh, T-Bone is a Tyrannosaurus Rex, Bullseye, spelled with a Z, so you know he's cool, uh, and Spike, which is a Triceratops. Yes. Yes, they all come down after, I think Manta Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets we haven't talked with about. Bat. Yeah, he was a, a flying dinosaur-like alien specimen. Yeah, so Manta Man comes with bad rap, and so he's like, "I'm going to show you where you're from," and then he realizes he's bad, and then bad rap brings all these other raptors down, and so then it becomes the bad rap, the raptors versus the uh, what are they? The dino, the dino cop. Yeah. I feel like this has more multiverse exploration than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, so. it does. Like the last, the last six episodes are like in space. <laughs> well, that's what's so funny is like, yeah, like every in that era, you know, there was it was it was a big time for crossovers because let's not talk about we can't talk about crossovers and not talk about the biggest cro- crossover of our lifetime. The Battle Toads and Double Dragon. Like, did that happen? Yeah, what? That was, I thought was, you were gonna say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers. Oh, that did happen. But no, I remember it was Battle Toads and it was a video game, Battle Toads Double Dragon, and it was so hard. <laughs> Yo, so Battle Toads was the worst. <laughs> I, I hated that game because I feel like we all died at that part where you're on that little hovercraft and you have to avoid the rocks <laughs> or whatever. And you got to move up and down and you time that and you di- died every time. I hated that game. That's how I felt about Lion King. I, I got it rented from Hollywood oh, Video and there was that jump that Simba had to make and I just kept. Was dying. that for Sega? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept I dying that. and I had to give it back. <laughs> yeah. Remember when you used to like rent video games? Oh, like, yeah. That was the best. Mm-hmm. It was oh, like... you know what? I Aladdin. Aladdin. Yes. I love that. I oh, yeah. That one Aladdin. was a fun one. I didn't have problems with that one. But Lion King, I never got past that first jump. I did download the game, the emulator, as an adult and beat that part just for myself. <laughs> but uh, We're but, proud of you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just had to go back and do it. But yeah, no, you had a lot of crossovers. I totally did forget that you did have the Ninja Turtles oh my gosh. Power Rangers episode. When you think about it, that was a huge effort when you think of what Power Rangers were, which was just action scenes imported from Super yes. Sentai shows. So they really did have to like commit to that to like break. Did they, did they have live action Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they teamed up with the uh, Power no. Rangers. 
to and that had to be like a venture which i'm sure we can look in some future episode we do about power rangers oh, I'm, or I'm watching that today. uh ninja turtles but uh yeah, these, so the way you, the Power Rangers works is they get all the action scenes from the Sentai show in Japan, and then they shoot all the American scenes around that, and they link up. So for them to take an American property like Ninja Turtles means that they had to like go out and independently shoot this stuff. Yeah. So They had to do a new thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is Malcolm experiencing what it looks like <laughs> for the first time. His mouth is a gate. <laughs> He's not speaking. It's like eight minutes of silence. On <laughs> but yeah, it, it it was great. I remember that was you. You know what? That did. Uh, that is ultimate crossover. Gonna be, uh, is that after no, the movie? I don't know. I'm gonna have to look at that. Right? Day. Yeah. I mean, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna just take the time to find out exactly that because there's no way they would have had that. Shell shocked. Shell Shocked is the fourth episode of Power Rangers in Space. It is the crossover with Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation. So this was 1998. Wow. So it was a crossover with Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation. So that was a show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess we should talk about our favorite Street Shark moments when yeah. we wrap this up. Yeah, I mean, I already said mine's a million times was Moby Lick. And it is one of those, like, to be corny for two seconds, it is one of those, like, representation matters. Because, yeah, I had the black sharks for, you know, the, the self-proclaimed black sharks. But then you always knew that the, if that they were these four white kids who, like, mm-hmm. turned it. So, like, seeing this, like, black kid show up and be Moby Lick. And it's so funny how, like, in the grand scheme of things, it's the silliest, dumbest thing. Yeah. But, like, for me, was a big moment uh just seeing this you know they're like they added a black kid so you know it, it, that's you know just think about that it seems dumb i i've like i'm sure like all my someone who is not black who watched street sharks that was nothing it was just this other new character but for for little iffies out there they're like yeah i can be a street shark now no i dug that i dug that what about you? You, I mean, you, you, the one who's seen it the most recently. What, what's your favorite since you jumped back in? <laughs> um, my favorite. My, oh, my favorite moment. This is really weird because I like obscure stuff. My favorite moment is there's a scene where Bins, who's their sort of who drives their thing. He's their sort of Kato Kalen slash friend, and he's literally driving. And there's just a scene where this woman gets surprised and scared by these sh- sharks twice in like 10 <laughs> seconds. Like literally she's like, ah! And then like she walks <laughs> along and then the, the car stops and she looks at him again and she goes, ah! And then she <laughs> walks away. It's really weird. Yeah. It's a really weird oh moment. Oh my gosh. But I, lo- I love that. There are two Ooh. that I need episodes just to piggyback on you saying like that they had to touch cultural issues um and societal issues there's one called cave sharks that aired in 1995 where dr paradigm announces the wolverine peds essentially wolverines as a solution to the pollution problem yes um he's like thanos up in here um and then there's another one <laughs> where the <laughs> called rebel sharks and also in 1995 this is season three so this was their final ep- final season uh responding to a letter from a boy whose country has been taken over by a dictator yes. the street sharks free the boy's dad and topple the evil dictator yeah the street sharks are doing it all they're, they're, you know, they're, they're political not, they're not just they're social justice warriors yeah yeah they're not just petty little street sharks they no. out there they, they out here they the avengers they started working with the president which yeah. is like hilarious 
<laughs> they're like because that's how the dino the, the 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 space ones came is that the president was like hey we're getting something in space and they were like we'll handle it mr president <laughs> which is amazing they're like aliens are coming send street sharks you see uh the street sharks are uh, a vital part to american history and uh, i gotta say this is with pleasure that i give this medal of honor to uh ripster jab Streaks and uh, Moby Lick. That is Rest a, in peace to. <laughs> that's a really good Nixon. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I appreciate it, Ify, as yeah. someone who has had their impressions oh, wow. beloved on here. Actually, nobody <laughs> yeah. has ever written me that they don't love my impressions. Yeah, yeah. What's your best impression? Um, <laughs> no, my joke impression is a Jimmy Stewart one, just um, from. Um, it's a wonderful life. Obviously, yeah. Um, let me see if I can do it. That's right. That's right. Juju's petals. Juju's petals. <laughs> Clarence. Clarence. I want to live. Clarence. Everybody loves it. Nobody hates it. And not a single person has anything That's to great. say. That's great. I thought you'd do the. It's in uh, your house, uh, Miss, Mrs. Yeah. Maria. And, no, it's uh, not. And, and yours, and uh, <laughs> and yours. Clarence, Clarence, please. Um, I think we're good here. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you, Malcolm? Man, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell people oh, how yeah. to see that dope play you're about to say? Mostly people will find me at home, but if I leave that place, uh, they might find me at the Pico Playhouse. They can go to amotheater.com. Uh, the play is running, it's called Brain Problems. I wrote it a minute along with most of the, with a lot of the company. Uh, running until May 19th, Friday through Sunday. Fridays and Saturdays at 8, 7 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, it's fun. Can you, yeah, can you tell people a little bit about what it's about? So, um, based on a friend of mine who was going through things that he was going through, it's a play about uh, a sort of cynical man who's diagnosed with a life-threatening uh, ailment who copes by retreating into his imagination. So it's kind of based on a buddy of mine who actually had uh, arterial venom, uh, venous malformation, or, or two of them, which are basically swelling in the brain. And so I wrote this uh, to sort of just my best way to relate and understand to that. And uh, it's a sort of dramedy. Um, and it's basically what it's like to be inside somebody's head for the course of an hour. I basically use the the idea of what it's like, you know, if you ever have a conversation with somebody and there's like a million ideas that roll through your head um, at any given time that aren't just that conversation, that's kind of the play toppled with the idea of you're sort of losing your head in a certain extent because of uh, confusion or memory loss or dreams and things like that. And so it sort of combines what that means as a regular person, what that means with someone who's suffering from a life-threatening illness and how they deal with it. And so I use that as an excuse to just sort of have fun and show every piece of weird thing in my own cranium and put that on stage. Yeah. If you send us a link to that, we can include it in the show notes. Most definitely. People can go there and Most buy definitely. tickets. Um, I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez. Check out our Tee Public site. It's tpublic.com slash nerdificent. We have a ton of shirts up there. We have wrestling shirts. We have Marvel shirts. Uh, we have our shirts of our faces. If you get one, uh, send us a picture of it because we love sharing it on our Instagram. Just make sure you tag us. You're and you know me, it's Ify Wadiwe, I-F-Y-N-W-A-D-I-W-E on Twitter and Instagram. Ifty's on Twitch. A few of you uh, have been uh, hitting me up to uh, go ahead and uh, 
uh, y'all been coming through and i gotta say thanks for coming through hit me with those twitch prime subs uh truly uh truly blessed to have all y'all in here and don't forget to come on the discord danny's been real active she's you know in game has really brought the the suspicions from danny and she's been uh dropping her hot takes in there nice. so pull up nice. uh discord.gg slash salt squad and come hang and chat with us and you know if you play video games there's lots of people with ps4s and xboxes and what have you that are looking for people to game with so uh all of that at malcolm barrett on twitter and then at Verbal Rewrapping on Instagram and then at Ammo Theater for Twitter and Instagram. And then Verbal and Icarus for uh, Instagram as well, which is my band. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll include those in the show notes. Blah, blah. All right, then. Well, as always, stay, stay nerdy. nerdy. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.